everyone. Welcome to episode 137 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. I got a a book in the mail the other day called Wolves on the Hunt. I had to put down ecology and management of blacktail and mule deer of North America. I'm the type of person that I can only read so much from one thing, and then I'll have to switch to another. And so I recently came across this book and ordered it, and it's so different from the things that I've read before on wolves, as well as the things I've seen on TV or whatever. And it's very straightforward. There's a lack of emotion, so to speak, and it just talks about how wolves are hunting their prey and the tactics that they employ. I like this type of info, whether it's the ecology and management of mule deer, or if it's wolves on the hunt. I like this where I can take the information into my brain and come up with my own conclusions based upon the way I've lived my life and the way I see things, instead of somebody trying to encourage me to look one way or another. I just enjoy information being sent out there. So this information is out there. It's really been an interesting and fascinating book. Right off the bat, they talk about how if you think wolves are just a killing machine, basically you're right because that's what wolves do. They are predators, and we all know what predators are. Cougars are predators, lions are predators, tigers. These guys are predators, just like African dogs. And they employ a multitude of strategies to help them bring down their prey, depending on how large the pack size is or whether they're hunting as individuals. And it's really interesting. And in the first part, it's even the first page, it just talks about that oftentimes when wolves are going after a prey, they are the smaller of the two. And because of that, they have to employ different tactics versus if they were something that was much larger, taking down something much smaller. And they have to use different tactics, whether they are hunting in groups or whether they are hunting alone as well. And the other thing that wolves are doing that I never really thought of before is they are running a cost-benefit analysis. Now, researchers aren't clear whether this is a learned behavior or innate. I bet it's somewhere in between. Uh, I can look up and come across something that I've never seen before and be like, oh, I should steer clear of that. Now, I don't know what it is, but something in my mind is telling. So I bet there's a mixture of that going on, though I have no information and I've not recently had a conversation with a wolf. We don't have them really here in Utah. There are wolves passing through. So my interactions with wolves is limited. I've uh, lived in Alaska and the wolves would swim from island to island and as I was out in the boat or out on the island I would see them. But there was largely no interaction I've had with them. But in this book it talks about the cost-benefit analysis that they have to run. And if a prey looks too formidable or like it's going to cause damage, they, they will move on. It seems like they do have some favorite strategies, though. And it seems to me that their favorite strategy is to get the animals running. Because if they can run, they can split the groups up, and then it's easier for them to tear at the haunches, ripping apart the tendons and and bringing their prey down that way versus them standing and fighting. They talk about the different lakes 
of chases that have been documented based upon individual species. Some of the longest chases that have been documented, one was on a white-tailed deer. It ran 20.8 kilometers before it was either taken down or got away. Looks like taken down. Looks like, yeah. And 20.8 kilometers, and that's over 13 miles. That is a long way for a white-tailed deer. It also doesn't, in the in this table, talk about whether it was a group or an individual, but 13 miles chasing the same individual. Caribou, the longest documented, was over 8 kilometers. Elk, much shorter period of time, 2.4 kilometers. Now, this is documented. I'm sure there are chases that have been that have gone way longer. But overall, it does seem like wolves generally like to flush, so to speak, their prey before they bring them down. So the one thing that I'm interested in, because that's what you hear a lot about, is wolf and elk interactions. That's what people talk about the most, whether it's hurting the elk population or helping or creating a better habitat. I like the fact that this book just puts the information out there. Right off the bat, they talk about how elk are the perfect prey for wolves. They're a mid-sized body, meaning they're not overly large like a moose. And so when the group decides to go after them and they bring an elk down, there's enough to go around for the group that nobody's... Because if they were using a group to hunt, let's say a white-tailed deer, half the body size of an elk, there's not a lot to go around. And so it makes it worth their time going after elk. The other thing that I found interesting about this is depending on how you feel about wolves and their success rate in hunting, is wolves are only successful less than 25% of the time. So not even one out of every four interactions with elk are they successful. It's even less than that. So you may say that it's higher or lower, but that actually feels a little bit about right to me about where their interactions should be based upon the strategies they employ. The other day, my wife had a, a game at her school. She's a sixth grade teacher. And they had a predator-prey game in which they had predators, omnivores, and herbivores. And the students were all given a card, and they would go out into the playground, and they would have to find... Uh, water holes and places to eat and all those different things and they would have to use different strategies to survive the game. My boy walked up to me and asked me what strategy that I would employ if I was playing the game and after looking around thinking the ambush wouldn't be great because it was so open, I told him to get together with all the other predators and group hunt. He ended up winning the game. But it's just one of the different ways that they employ and pack strategies against elk seem to be fairly successful 25% of the time or less than seems pretty good to me. But elk are finding out ways to combat that. Elk grouping is determined to be one of the best methods that these animals could employ against wolves. And there are two different strategies that elk can employ when being chased by wolves. One, they can stand their ground. Two, they can flee and use the group to help minimize uh, their potential to death, so to speak. Before 
Wolves were introduced in 95. Group size for elk was roughly five animals, 5.7 individuals per group. After wolves were introduced, that increased up to almost nine animals per group. So more eyes, more vigilance also dilutes the possibility of being killed, which is huge. The other thing that's uh, different about the way elk have adapted is how they migrate. So wolves generally in April will den up and have offspring and they're having it in April, which means there's still probably quite a bit of snow on the ground, so they have to do it at lower elevations. And during this period of green up, as the elk and deer and all those things are following the green wave up in elevation, they're passing on and creating quite a bit of difference and distance between the den site and their calving sites. And so wolves are having to travel further and further distance to target these animals, which then increases their survivability. So wolves are employing a multitude of methods. And this book has just been so interesting that as I go through it, I find new facts and I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn about these animals and just how they interact with their natural prey and all the different strategies that the prey uses as well as wolves. All right, guys, I recommend you get this book. It's called Wolves on the Hunt. It was written by L. David Meck, Douglas W. Smith, and Daniel R. McNulty. It's an interesting one. It'll give you a clearer picture of just how wolves work in the wild. That's it. You guys have a great day. Enjoy being outside. Stay wild.